At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's a podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental caught films, and interesting documentaries. This is Matt. We have cicadas here. We also have... That's your cue. Ah! That's right. <laughs> He's here, folks. <laughs> you usually say the guest's name on this one. I thought you'd say it. You got a name, right? I was waiting for you to say my name because I was going to introduce myself by screaming like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I was going to say, I'm Matt and here's Luke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a, we just discussed it. That's Mark's catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> you can't steal it. <laughs> like Mark's one wasn't as high pitched as that. <laughs> no, his his is more like. like oh! He's more like, like clearly faking it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, today's film, it's from 1980. I, I don't, having watched, I'm not even quite sure where you would have been showing this. It looked like this was part of a series. Yeah. It had two titles. Making the most of television. Yeah. Which then, that's a bad idea. And, uh, <laughs> and action and violence. Which got our intention, you so know. I think this would have been, also the previous, the bit at the start that said not for copying whatever said ABC. Oh yeah, it's an so ABC this, I think thing. this would have just been slipped in between some kids' cartoons. Yeah, as I was say, this is probably one of those Saturday morning things where it's like, crap, we need to fill in 10 minutes of airtime. A, we fill in 10 minutes of airtime. B, we need to get the parents off our backs about something. Yeah. But 1980, what was on kids' TV that was even that violent? The Incredible Hawk? Yeah, it was that, that was more on, like, family TV. But yeah, I guess... They would have been Hulk, watching it. 18 would have been a couple years later. But around that time, um, Wonder Woman's kicking ass. Yeah, Night, Night Rider... Airwolf, that sort of thing. I mean, there's stuff. I mean, there, there you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, like just 70s crime stuff, right? We were just talking about TJ that. TJ Hooker. Huh? TJ Hooker. TJ Hooker, you know, Shatner kicking ass. Just because I remember a lot of this kind of conversation, but that's off the wake of Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. Right. Where it was like, A, specifically made for kids, and B, all about violence. Yeah. Well, I think you, you said you had not seen... Well, before we get too deep into it, um, can you tell the good folks what happens here? Uh, so two presenters, Bing Bingham, <laughs> and his female accomplice, whose name wasn't as memorable, are <laughs> uh, uh, basically just giving a piece to camera about how the violence you see on TV is not real and that real-life problems shouldn't be solved with violence. And then they give a little demonstration about how you create fake violence on TV by whipping your punches and adding sound effects and so on. Things you know, but presented in a very derpy way it, here. It, it is pretty dumb, and it's that sort of like, isn't this funny, kids? No. So <laughs> <laughs> I hate more than anything on earth. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it's come, I can see the place it's coming from. It's like, it's not especially preachy. It's just showing... Condescending as it's hell. It's condescending, <laughs> but you know, when you're a young kid, it is difficult to tell the difference between what's real and what's not, right? Well, we do teach small children who sometimes just feel like the thing to do right now is punch someone. Right, well, we both teach kindergarten kids, and you get the ones who clearly they just watch a lot of Kamen Rider, and so they constantly want to do karate kicks on each other. <laughs> they don't realize how much it's going to fucking hurt when they land one. <laughs> I saw a kid last year nail a perfect, like, 
VHS cover flying kick. Like, you know, like one leg out, the other leg tucked underneath the arms. <laughs> Bam, right into another kid. Four years old, fucking legend. Obviously I had to tell him off for it, but I was proud of him. I saw that kid the other day and there was a load of plasters on. I was like, oh, did you finally pick a fight with someone bigger than you? <laughs> Fuck you, I'm proud of what you did. <laughs> but you don't see enough flying kicks these days. Yeah, but um, this does... Oh, it starts off trying to parse out the difference between sports violence, yeah. which the dude is like super excited to see someone's <laughs> neck get broken on the football field. Oh, they nailed that guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, hot for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this what goes on in football these days? <laughs> football being what you call football, not the one that's actually played with feet. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, what, what uh, I... but the point they were making there is that when you watch professional athletes, they're wearing armor and stuff. And when you do what I used to do with a kid, which is just do this shit in a field with your friends, <laughs> very real chance you'll hurt yourself. You end up with a broken wrist and a Batman suit. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you weren't quite a kid with that. <laughs> well, I got this scar from um, copying wrestling moves and jumping on my buddy who was in a hedge. I was in my mid-twenties. <laughs> and sober. We were on our way to start drinking when I threw Max in a hedge and jumped on him. Did you drink after the hospital trip? Uh, not for a little while. Oh, okay. I was super hungover because it was New Year's Day. I broke my wrist. Ah, right. <laughs> New Year's Eve, rather. <laughs> Woke up on New Year's Day with a broken wrist. I don't remember getting. <laughs> so I did not learn my lesson that TV violence is not real. I spent my entire life copying what I saw on the WWF, even when it told me not to. Then they show you the news violence, but don't worry about that. That's, that's not like TV violence. They were making the point that, the, which is actually very relevant today, that the news is designed to keep you in a state of fear <laughs> and like you know that shit happens but it's not the norm well, that's, that's why, why i turned you and gave you the bill hicks line right you know yeah. you know teenager takes acid realizes we're all one <laughs> that's a great time <laughs> uh but yeah yeah i mean they start showing you like what like, 1980 stuff you know burning houses uh hostage situations yeah, balaclavas assault rifles <laughs> the good old days <laughs> terrorists just killed single digit numbers <laughs> yeah this is before we knew the terrorists were going to win yeah. <laughs> but um they, they do kind of gloss over that so we can get to the uh the barroom brawling which um gets yeah. condescending real quick I, I i guess kids don't know this stuff um when, when when did we start knowing how this stuff works when we start doing it in drama class yeah we're probably the, i mean I guess I would have watched, like, some Jackie Chan making ofs and stuff. Would have probably been how I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, making ofs, things like that. It would have been because I wanted to copy it, rather than, like... Well, you had the DVD special features as well, which they didn't have in 1980, to speak Yeah, but before that, I would have just watched something that would be on, like, Channel 4 at, like, some random weekday evening, and they'd be like, oh, the stunts of whatever. (laughs) I'd definitely have watched that kind of shit when it was on. So I don't remember learning that stuff, but I feel like I was aware of it. So you should have taken more precautions with doing Batman stunts. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I do very distinctly remember being told, um, like a letter sent around to the parents in my school, asking them to speak to us and or stop us watching the Power Rangers. (laughs) And that we were banned from playing Power Rangers at school. (laughs) Because there was just too much punching and kicking each other going on, I guess. Well, no one ever told them that in Japan, I guess. Because yep. they're still doing it. <laughs> and then when remember we were having the conversation about playing Demon Slayer for the kids, 
So no, no, it's fine. It's cultural here. They understand that that, that is in the past. Not if they're four. Yeah. <laughs> like, the reason that show is not actually made for the children who watch it because it's really fucking violent. <laughs> and then, I mean, I'm the idiot who took plastic swords into the lesson with him so they could imitate the moves. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was real dry and boring. I had the dry and boring Kanetsu lessons. That's because I was making those lessons up as I went along and no one else really knew how to do them yeah. fun. <laughs> Well, this is really boring shop talk and no one... When I was 11 it. or 12, though, we were, you know, we were make, trying to make our movies, some of which are on the internet. I can show yeah. this to you, actually. But um, here's a thing where I'm supposed to get, um, you know, thrown off the balcony, right? Right. And uh, so we you, took a My Buddy doll and then got a shirt and, like, stuffed it. And, you know, there were, like, 12-year-olds, like, making this. So we were relatively, you know, showing some ingenuity there and uh, tossed me off the... the second floor porch and uh you know cut it to me on the ground which it turned out i lied down then i was like too close to dog shit so that that was the real the real danger there i guess Fucking hell. <laughs> huh? like can't you go blind from that shit you can go blind from dog shit man you gotta yeah quit eating dog shit <laughs> you go blind it's so good i was just having a little scroll through what videos of mine are still on youtube that contain fighting <laughs> uh the Bomberman movie trailer we made it's a bit where I just somersault into my friend's face. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, there's the, the one where we just punch and kick a load of snowmen. That what, doesn't really count. What's the uh, percentage of your YouTube videos that include insane violence? And At this point, not that many, because I went back and cut down some of the most embarrassing ones. <laughs> but the stuff I was making before YouTube always contained violence. <laughs> and also, when we were in drama class at school, Whatever we were supposed to be making a play about, we would find an excuse for it to lead to a, quote, Matrix-style fight scene. <laughs> this is in, um... Secondary I, school, so we're like... 12. Yeah, I guess it's television week, because we just did the... The, um, the other show was about television, too, but, uh... Yeah, we were talking about when we were making some of these effects and stuff as 12 years. She was trying to copy the stuff we were seeing on TV, knowing it's fake, and trying to, you know, like... Yeah. Um, do it, you know work it out on our own and how can we do this yeah i don't think I but was then we are also 12 years old at a house with no adult supervision in the summer right so um uh, uh andrew is pointing out there's a, a shot where he's like when he sees it back and puts it on pause he's like that kid almost exploded <laughs> <laughs> yeah we definitely did some ridiculously violent shit i also remember one where my dad we thought it would be funny to just leave like in the middle of one of my dad's tapes, fake hostage video. <laughs> so he had my buddy strapped to a chair with a bin bag over his head. And we were stood like beside him in Balaclops making threats. That's right, Iron Man 3. And then, yeah, but it massively predates that. Yeah, I know. I think we were just trying to imitate the IRA or like Al-Qaeda. <laughs> and then my dad found it and was not amused. <laughs> Life isn't like TV, where everything's either very funny, very sad, or very exciting. You don't, they don't talk about the bits in between, where you're just filled with, like, ennui. <laughs> and you, know, you just drift through life depressed and not aware of anything. Yeah, yeah, feeling nothing. Yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Well, if you're watching TV, you're more likely to be in that state of mind. I guess, yeah. Like, was that, is that just, like, the most 80s line ever recorded? <laughs> <laughs> Real life isn't full of emotion. Real life is just nothingness. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we have the internet where you have to do the TV thing and live your life. Or your yep. digital self or your second self. And 
you put as much of your own energy as you want to into your say, weird digital self. I the internet has self. not decreased the net amount of ennui, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> life reached out to me. It's like, the fuck are you trying to say? Well, it's like so hey, many kids, life is depression. <laughs> <laughs> so many, yeah, really. So many people now, are, you know, putting their so much of their energy just into their digital self, you know? Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah. especially, you know, when they won't leave their house anymore. <laughs> well, there's the, the whole attitude of, like, it didn't happen if you're not posting it on your social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the I'm whole... I'm trying to of what I'm trying to get out of, but, like... Because people just make fun of the Japanese for going around taking photos of everything. Mm. That's what everybody does now. Yeah, I quit well, doing it. I, the Japanese I, are still extreme in the, like, turn up, take a photo, and leave. That's not true. take any seconds like appreciate the thing they're visiting okay that does happen but um, um i was at a waterfall a couple of weekends back and i in the period that i spent just stood there enjoying it like 40 different groups just turned up took the pictures and left like i'm looking at my recent photos i shot that creepy scarecrow a couple shadows of a manhole cover that pretty I, that mostly covers my last month of photos <laughs> I do take a lot of pictures of shrines and temples and stuff that I visit. I used to, but, well, yeah, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time at them. We're spending time at a temple right now, or a shrine right now. But I, um, I, I don't take pictures anymore. But, you know, I share them with me now. Right. My birds. Yeah, I guess I've shared all the pictures I needed to share, for the most part. You know, except for, like, family photos, because obviously you want those, but... <laughs> right. But, um... Yeah, 1980, it is weird because, uh, like you said, you have so many channels to choose from. I'm like, okay, 1980, how many channels do I have to choose from? So, I didn't get cable, we didn't get cable till like 1997 in my house. I would assume not a lot of people had it in 1980. Exactly, it, it was there, but I don't think it was that common. So you would have had ABC who made this film. You had 1980 if you wanted to watch loads of porn or very specific sports, basically, because <laughs> you had cable. Right, okay. <laughs> so so the, the, the regular television 1980 would have had ABC who made the film. It is America, of course. Yeah. Uh, CBS, NBC, you'd have one, maybe two public stations three or four UHF stations and yeah of varying qualities well in the UK we'd have literally had BBC One BBC Two and ITV I yeah. think Channel 4 started in the 80s <laughs> Channel 5 started in the 90s when I was watching TV well 5's, five's getting up there I guess for uh, that time period or yeah. the 80s at least no but yeah the 80s you had 3 oh, okay. later oh. 4 and then in the 90s we got Channel 5 okay okay so <laughs> yeah. we, we, had, we had a few more choices where yeah. we were but uh, in Atlanta we had TBS uh, Channel Channel 17, which actually it's TVS, it's a cable station, right? right. Uh, but I grew up with having at least one cable station because it was broadcast locally. Well, see, in the UK, the UK is not big enough that there's much difference in region. You'd get basically the same channel and then your local news would be different. Mm. And like the weather reports. I think Scotland and Wales have their own channels that we don't get. They speak Most Welsh. the same stuff. What's that? They yeah. speak Welsh they on those channels? They'll have some stuff in Welsh on the channel or something. They, they speak Scottish on those channels? Uh, they might have a little bit of Celtic content, but I think <laughs> there's not really a second language in Scotland. I was just referring to thick accents. I know. <laughs> um, something that's filmed, I think you don't know so much about SCTV, am I correct? Is that? SCTV? No. I, you, you, I only know what you told me, basically. Yeah, this, this uh, again, I'm having like a themed week here. They're both TV things, and they both make me think of... SCTV, I guess, so. Okay. Uh, this is another one. The, the other one we watched was, like, from 1960 or 1959, like, very different vibe. This is right. that super 80 or, you know, 1980 vibe, which is definitely echoed in the 
SCTV stuff. More more hitting Canadian television at first because it's Canadian comedians. Mm. But I, I think they did move some production to America and started taking more of the American production. But um, um, the joy of that show just being like, there's never a punchline. Right. It's just all weird. Well, this this was that kind of let's smile and act like we're being funny, and then it doesn't matter if what we're saying is actually funny. It's just the kids; they don't fucking know the difference. No, I had a very very much the feeling of like. They were given these lines and are trying to say these lines to the best of their abilities. Which, oh, yeah. To oh, yeah, be I, honest, I don't aren't have anything that Bingham and his partner, but yeah, with the, that, just the, you described it as condescending, and I think that describes this whole thing really yeah. well. I mean, with that name, he should have been a star. You, yeah. you, we had a look. We tried to see what I, else he's I in. I definitely have heard his name before, and he does appear to have been in some stuff. Bing, he Bingham. Probably a fucking Family Guy joke or something about him. Maybe because his name's Bing Bingham. So yeah, and I, I this was we weren't recording yet, but yes, Bing Bing in a Japanese is an erection, so that yeah. makes it funnier. I will say they say that you know the best things in life are not violence and beating your opponents, but it does give me a Bing Bing. <laughs> I, I I prefer Conan's answer to their answer. Right, but you prefer a Conan movie or, or a video game? Huh? I'm saying you're not going around kicking ass. I've been in fights. Right. But you're not going around, you're, around you're not Russell Crowe on his boat. No. <laughs> I don't go around starting fights for my own amusement. <laughs> I, I mean, I did, I would like to get back into doing some, like, some sparring or some professional wrestling would, at some point. I mean, getting into an extreme sport is, is a bit like a... Well, they, they said just, like, doing, taking risks and being extreme is what they were trying to say not to do. Yeah. But that's what life's all about, man. <laughs> I know. I very much disagree with this whole thing. <laughs> if I want a free rock climb, I'll do it, you know? I guess I am on board with that, like, you shouldn't, violence shouldn't be your first way to solve a problem. That's no. a good message for kids. Okay. And what you see on TV is fake, don't try and copy all of it. Yeah, sure. The idea that just, like, wanting to have excitement in your life is bad, <laughs> that's why they all started doing fucking cocaine a few years after this. <laughs> That's what they that's what they taught you in Star Trek 3 too. You wanted adventure, now you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that was an 80s thing. Uh, don't don't look for adventure, just look for just just snort some powder, man. It'll yeah. be good. You know, hopefully TJ Hooker won't find you <laughs> snorting your coke. <laughs> Hooker's gonna get ya. Hooker's gonna get ya. I don't think that was the theme song. <laughs> Should have been that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, um, but yes, the messages in this film, I, I would like to have someone explain it to those five-year-old boys that like to kick his other's asses in my class, so. Yeah. That, that is, there, there is a message worth telling here, it's just being told in like, you know, the, the nardest way possible. Oh yeah, the ones, the ones that I have this experience with is because the two of them are both just playing. So they don't understand why I'm telling them off. It's like, well, we have, we're both happy to play this game. Why are you making us stop? It's like, because you don't understand that one of you is going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> this is for me. This isn't for you. <laughs> it doesn't work on them because they're too young. But on older kids, the thing which I find works best is if I just say, guys, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> then they'll stop because most of them like me. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a class of like, I think I mentioned them on this podcast. 13-year-old boys who just love screaming about tits and dicks and stuff. <laughs> and, like, we're in the room that's right next to the front desk where people can definitely hear him when he just shouts, PENIS! <laughs> <laughs> no. like, what did you do this weekend? I had sex with many girls! 
Okay, I just have a class. I'm turning around right again, 13 year old boys, 12 year old, 13 year old boys. I'm writing on the board. And I just hear in the background, fuck you, no you, motherfucker, fuck you. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just gonna pretend I'm not hearing it because they're not saying it that loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the best call. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's why we need TV shows like this to be put in between your violent cartoons. What makes mine so great is one of them is actually really fucking good at English. <laughs> so he'll say incredible sentences, but they're really vulgar. <laughs> like, um, Yuta's, Yuta's mother's nipples can no longer supply milk because she's so old, and that's why he's sad. <laughs> okay, that's impressive. Yeah, it's really impressive and fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I can't tell them off because I'm pitting myself laughing. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few of those. Um, I, I think I had the Dr. Seuss ABC book with the younger kids, and, um, it's R for rhinoceros if you have Dr. Seuss's ABC book. And, and a, a kid just starts pointing at me going, chin, 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 which is penis in Japanese, right? Yeah. And, and I'm first, I'm about to just, oh, no, don't use that language. And I'm looking, I'm like, look at the rhinoceros's nose. <laughs> and it really did look like a dick and balls. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss, uh, well played, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Hated children, okay. Also, isn't it pronounced like soy or something ridiculous? No, I don't think so. I've definitely heard that, but yeah, maybe they're thinking I, I feel like, like Freud, right? Yeah. Soy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dr. Soy, that doesn't work. Yeah, but that's because your country pronounces everything wrong. Well, he was American, so he pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Have you ever heard him say his own name out loud? <laughs> that's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> like a, he's a fucking Pokemon? Soy! Soy, soy, soy! Yeah, exactly. Soy, <laughs> <laughs> Says he does both. He's conflicted. <laughs> well, you evolved. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess this one's finished. Enough tangents there, yeah. <laughs> you do the thing, because you're here. All right, you if you've thing. enjoyed this podcast, you can find more of this podcast by going on Twitter or Facebook and looking for at Oral Hygiene Pod. Me and Matt also do a podcast about science fiction films, which you can find by going to at MLSFS Pod on the Twitters. Also, just search Facebook, YouTube, blah, 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 Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary. I do a podcast about Pokemon, Luke Loves Pokemon. I do a Monster Hunter podcast, Monster Mash. None of you give a fuck. Go away. Tweet! Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.